Hello. Oh, hello, Bishop. Hi there. Hi. How are you? I'm well, and you? I'm doing good. Okay, I'm trying something new here, so just bear with me. Oh, you're okay. That's fine. I know. I was like, um, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah. I've got the prayer line on as well. And I'm trying to see if I can do both. Um, can you hear me on anchor? Yes. Yeah. Still hear the the music playing on there. You, yes, you can. Yeah, I'm trying to um, see. Yeah, because you're the only one on here right now as far as Anchor's concerned. Um, okay. So this is our first time we're trying this out. To record it? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, maybe if Pastor O or someone calls the prayer line, it will shut off. Yeah, it will. Because I'm on the main line. Yeah. But they should get on any moment. Okay. And, um, uh, so we're going to be uh, talking about dreams. Awesome. Today. I'm excited. Yes. Talking about dreams. You entered access code five one zero. Six, three, four. So, Bishop, there's no way for me to mute, um, because I don't want like you guys to hear me. What do I do? You can um listen it, but they'll hear you like. Like when we're having the conversation, um, you'll be able to hear them as well. I'm hoping that that will turn out because you can hear the music, right? Yes. Okay, so they should be able to hear. Um, um, we should be able to hear them on the recording as well. Okay. And they would be able to hear you if you... Um, you know, had something to say or read the scripture or whatever. Okay. Good evening. Good evening. Hey, Bishop. I'm well. How are you? That's fine. That's great. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Well, we're we're um, going to be trying something a little new this evening. I actually have. We're going to be live on Anchor. 
Um, I've got the prayer line on as well as we will be recording on Anchor as well. And so um, Christina actually called in on Anchor because I needed someone to um, call in so it would activate. And Uh so we will be recording. um, Wonderful. Yes, we will be recording this this session of hearing the voice of God this evening. Awesome. Awesome. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, we're recording now. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, yes, praise This is our first uh, time trying this out. And so we truly thank the Lord as people are gathering on the prayer line. And I would like to welcome everyone to um, the Anchor Podcast and the About My Father's Business prayer line on this evening. For those that uh, we are recording this session of hearing the voice of God this evening, and um, for those that here on Anchor, I'll give you, uh, leave with you our prayer line number. We have the prayer line open on Thursday nights as well at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and we have a new number. That number is... 605-313-4818 and the access code is 510-634 in pound. I would like to welcome everyone on this evening to hearing the voice of God. I pray that you all had a wonderful Palm Sunday for those that were in service and attended service today. I pray that you had a wonderful service as well. I will be, um, tonight we will be discussing our dreams. Um, in our last session, I hear a little background noise. If, if you can mute your phone, um, you'll still be able to hear us. But um, that will rule out the background noise. If you just hit your mute button on your phone, you'll still be able to hear us. And you'll still be with us. In our last session, we talked about um, fasting, and then the following session, uh, Pastor Olivia Larry, our pastor of About My Father's Business in Fort Collins, Colorado, they uh, went over fasting as well. 
and the benefits of fasting. But this evening, we are going to discuss um, our dreams. Thank you, Lord. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord, for he alone is worthy, for he alone is worthy, for he alone is worthy, Christ the Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to ask again if you I hear background noise, so you need to mute your phone, please. Mute your phone. Thank you. Before we will do a roll call on this evening. And uh, Pastor Olivia, I will ask if you will take the attendance, if you would. I'm Bishop Angela Young and Elder Lee Young from Black Mountain, North Carolina. Someone's phone's not muted. If you would dial, if you would just hit, um, if you're on the prayer line, dial star seven to mute your phone. And if you are, you just see the little mute signal on your phone. If you'll hit that, that will prevent us from hearing because your car alarm and things are going off. If you'll just hit your mute button, we would greatly appreciate that. Okay. Yes. I think it's me and I have no idea how to mute it. Okay, um, the mute button on your cell phone is like a little microphone, and if you just push it, it will mute your phone. 
Well, it's with the recording, and it says right here two people are recording, and it won't let me mute. It will not let you mute. Okay. No, I've been trying to cover it up. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, um, okay, we will just continue. Um, okay. Yes, okay. Thank you, Christina. Okay, and we have Christina, Minister Christina, if um, and Minister Peggy, and I know Pastor Olivia Larry from Fort Collins, Colorado. Do we have anyone else on the prayer line? This evening? I think uh, Pastor Nicole is trying to get on. She said she was having... Um, some difficulties getting on um, this evening. So maybe um, they will attempt to call on April's phone. Okay. And Bishop, I'm going to try to put on earphones to see if that eliminates the noise. Okay, that will be fine. Okay, okay. I'm going to ask... Uh, Minister Peggy, will you open up in prayer for us, please? Yes, Bishop. Father God, we thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you, Father, for all that you do and in us. Thank you for this teaching, Father. Reveal to us, Lord, what are you saying to us in our dreams? Make it so clear that we will understand what you are trying to tell us, Father, so we can take it to the world, Lord, so we can tell others what's going on. Father, I lift up Bishop as she brings forth this word. Make it so simple that we understand it, that we digest it, we internalize it in our spirit, Lord, that we understand the fresh manna that's coming from heaven, Lord, that you are teaching us today. What you're trying to tell us during this time, Father, we give you the glory this afternoon and this evening, Lord, and I pray for all of those that are coming on the prayer line tonight, that we all get a better understanding of what you're telling us today. Your gracious, wonderful name, Lord Jesus, we thank you so much. Amen. 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 Okay. Um, the first thing we're going to discuss on today in our about dreams is the you know dreams um has been stated as being the forgotten language of God um and if you will turn to Job 33 Job 33 verses 15 16 it reads in a dream in a vision of the night when deep sleep falls on men as they slumber in their beds he may in their ears and terrify them mornings. dreams are a series of thoughts images and or emotions occurring during sleep that convey an insight. And I'll repeat that again. Dreams are a series of thoughts, images, and or emotions occurring 
during sleep that convey an insight. Visions are a series of thoughts, images, and or emotions occurring while awake that convey an insight. God dreams and finding his truth for our lives. Acts 2, 16 and 18. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. So all three of these deal in revelation, prophecy, visions, and dreams. 1 Corinthians 14, 14 and 15 says, For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. What am I to do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will pray with my mind also. I will sing praise with my spirit, but I will sing with my mind also. John 16 and 13. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into truth. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. John, as, as I'm going to read Job uh, 33, 15 through 18 one more time. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when sleep falls on men as they slumber in their beds, he may speak in their ears and terrify them with warnings to turn man from wrongdoing and keep him from pride to preserve his soul from the pit his life from perishing by the sword. So God uses dreams to teach. He uses dreams to heal. He uses dreams to warn, to change, and even affirm us. God uses dreams to teach, to heal, to warn, to change, and even affirm us. Dreams are also windows of the heart, okay? In Psalm 16 and 7 states, I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. So we see here, dreams bring about counsel. 
from the Lord. First Samuel 16 and 7. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Ecclesiastes 12 and 14. God will judge everything we do, even what is done in secret, whether good or bad. 1 Corinthians 14, 24 and 25. But if an unbeliever or someone who does not understand comes in while everybody is prophesying, he will be convinced by all that he is a sinner and will be judged by all. And the secret of his hearts will be laid bare. So he will fall down and worship God, exclaiming, God is really among you. Jeremiah 17 and 9. The wounded heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Proverbs 20 and 5. The purposes of man's heart are deep waters, but a man of understanding draws them. Dreams are strikingly objective, often telling us things about our life we are unaware of or trying to avoid. God will often use dreams to challenge or convict us about issues we need to deal with. Sometimes dreams will affirm positive things we are doing. Parables in the night. Matthew 13, 13 through 15. This is why I speak to them in parables. Because seeing they do not see and hearing they do not hear. Nor do they understand. Indeed, in their case... The prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled that says, you will indeed hear, but never understand, and you will indeed see, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears, they can barely hear, and their eye, they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and turn. And I would heal them. All these things Jesus said to the crowds in parables. Indeed, he said nothing to them without a parable. Matthew 13 and 34. And as we know, that is true. The New Testament tells us that when Jesus spoke, he did speak in parables. Does anyone know why? Well, it, it tells us pretty much why. But why? That was a form of what? What he was telling us. That was a form of what? He was foretelling things that were to come. So that was a form of what? Was that not prophecy? Yeah. Amen. Did Jesus not prophesy? Yeah. In parables. That's a form of prophecy. The inside out of dreams. Ecclesiastes 5 and 3. For a dream comes with much business. Dreams will either be personal 
transpersonal, or a combination of both. And we're going to talk about personal and transpersonal and a combination of both in just a few moments. Dreams about my experiences are personal. Dreams about things <coughs> other than my experiences are transpersonal. So to talk about personal dreams about your experiences or my experiences, these dreams are what? Personal. Dreams about things other than my experiences are transpersonal. Transpersonal dreams are dreams outside the box. Outside the box. And I'm talking a little loud because I'm recording on <clears throat> Anchor on the podcast. So I'm speaking a little loud because uh, there's, you know, different things going on in the background. Um, transpersonal dreams are dreams outside the box. Personal dreams will either be inside or outside dreams. Inside dreams deal with your inner world experiences, while outside dreams deal with your outer world experiences. Let me repeat that. Inside dreams deal with your inner world experiences. While outside dreams deal with your outer world experiences. So an inside dream would be what? Would that be a personal dream or would that be a transpersonal? I'm asking a, a question. Dream. Personal. Amen. So that would be a personal dream. Okay. Outside dreams would be, would that be personal or transpersonal? Transpersonal. Transpersonal, yes. So general understanding, 95% of our dreams are personal dreams and 5% are transpersonal. In other words, the 95% of our dreams are about us or something personally going on. And the other 5% are about things that are outside the box. Or, you know, outside. Um, all dreams have a startling objective objectivity to them, often telling us things about our life that we are unaware of and are trying to avoid. The source for dream interpretation. Genesis 41, 15, and 16. The king said to Joseph, I have had a dream, but no one can explain its meaning to me. I have heard that you can explain a dream when someone tells it to you. Joseph answered the king, I am not able to explain the meaning of dreams, but God will do this for the king. Daniel. A bishop. Yes. May I ask a question? Okay, what about the outside or the outer world experience of our dreams? What, you know, I know you said about that's trans, transpersonal. Okay, so it is not a, 
experience. It's transpersonal, yeah, which it can be. It's outside of the personal realm. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, in um, Daniel 2, 26 through 28, the king asked Daniel also called Bethelzar, are you able to tell me what I saw in my dream and interpret it? Daniel replied, no wise man, enchanter, magician, or diviner can explain to the king the mystery he has asked about. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. He has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in days to come. Your dream and the visions that pass through your mind as you lay on your bed are these. Learn all you can about dream interpretation and then rely on God when you are actually interpreting the dream. You have to ask God. You have to seek him because he is the one that allows us to have personal and the transpersonal. Dreams are also for information. Dreams as information. Matthew 1, 18 through 20. The birth of the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Dreams invite, inform, and even can warn us, but they rarely us. Nightmares are our dreams screaming at us in order to get our attention. Now these are some important understandings for interpreting dreams. And I'm trying not to go too fast but I've, I've got to get through some of this and then we'll review. Uh, we can come together and review because it's quite a bit on dreams. These are some important understandings for interpreting dreams. Dreams do not operate by outer world rules or moral rules. Our conscious minds can often try and block the meaning of the dream. Often we need others to help us interpret our dreams because our mind wants to keep us in denial. Dreams are alive and can be re-entered. You know, have you ever started having a dream and you woke up and then you go, you lay back down, you go back into the dream? So dreams are, they can, you can go back into a dream. We are a sum of parts. These parts can appear in dreams in different forms. People, 
animals. Now, these are just examples. We are a sum of parts. These parts can appear in dreams in different forms. It says people, animals, even like demonic forces or, uh, you know, how kids say, oh, I saw a monster. There was a monster after me. And it was real. I mean, they were, they, they, you know, they'll tell you that. I know you've had your children or whatever tell you. I, I had a, a monster was chasing me in, in my dream. When helping someone else with their dream, be a facilitator and help them find the meaning for themselves. It is more important to ask the dream what it meant than to tell the dreamer what the dream meant what the dream means, what the dream means. In other words, it's more important to ask the dream what it means than to tell the dreamer what the dream means. That means you, it's better to tell them to ask God than you try to tell them what it meant. God will give us revelation though. He does. He will give us, he will reveal. Revelation is just revealing something. He will reveal to us in time. Now, these are some dream symbols. Every element in the dream that you remember has some symbolic meaning. We say prophetic a lot of times. Prophetic meaning, prophetic symbol. The symbol uh, participates in the truth being symbolized, but the truth is always more than the symbol. Therefore, interpretation of a symbol can never be exhausted. In this sense, symbols are like mirrors and reflect a, a truth, but are not the truth itself. Let me repeat that. Interpretation of a symbol can never be exhausted. In this sense, symbols are like mirrors and reflect a truth, but are not the truth itself. Symbols belong to the dreamer and cannot be standardized. While dream dictionaries can help give some general idea of what a symbol might mean, they cannot interpret the symbol. Only the dreamer himself can know if the interpretation of a symbol is correct. Because why do you think that? Why would you think that? Why is it that the person dreaming would only know if that symbol was correct or not? The Lord is speaking specifically to them and is customized to them. As though you would tell a person that you saw the symbol, someone else may not understand that, but they would know exactly what you're talking about. Because each symbol, each part is customized to them. As though, like for instance, you say you see a person has a milkshake and the straw is there and you can see the milkshake is being pulled out of the straw. Only they would know what that means because it'd be something that's in their life that is drawing something from them and they will understand that. We have a, a part of us, which is spirit. And your spirit man is going to connect and you're going to know. It's like you're going to, 
you're going to know that that is because if not, it's not. It's not going to, there's not going to be a connection and you're going to know that it's not. Unless you want to just convince yourself that it is. That's the mind. You heard mind over matter. Okay, your mind is very strong willed. But you have an inner part, which is the spirit man that knows, connects. It's, it's in connection with God and it's going to be in tune. And they're going to agree with one, one another because God is a spirit. you got a part of him inside of you. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So, you know, if you, if your spirit man agree is in agreement, then that means it's the truth. Some generalizations about dream symbols. Um, these are just some, some generalizations about dream symbols. Now, just because I read this to you does not mean that it's always the case. Let me make that clear. Animals, emotions, sex, trying to connect, especially with a characteristic found in another. Houses and buildings in general means my life, a form, a structure that contains my life. Cars, planes, trains, boats, means of getting around in life, mode of living. Pregnancy or baby, that means new life, new personality develops. Look for possible word plays and puns. Working with symbols. One, identify the symbol, characteristics, the essence of the symbol. Two, have the dreamer free associate to determine their meaning to the dreamer. I still say you ask God is next. Dream, dreams, interpretation steps. One, pray and ask God for guidance. That's the main thing. I don't believe in going around connecting with people that are... Um, I, I call them uh, soothsayers, uh, those that can read, uh, you know, uh, 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 read palms and read into this and do all that. No, because when um, um, the king, he went, Saul, Saul went to seek that information. And so there's some more of them. And they were warned by God not to do it because it becomes a form of witchcraft. If in all things you seek God first, if you are, if you are a child of God, you are a child of God. He is your father. Jesus is the son. And you can't get the to the father unless you go by way of the son. I'm just saying, pray and ask God for guidance. Focus on the dream. Recount the dream out loud in the first person. Two, recount the dream a second time with your eyes closed, letting yourself re-experience the dream. Assess the dream and the context. What was your life like at the time of the dream? When did you have the dream? 
What was happening in your life at the time of the dream? What were your struggles in life at the time of the dream? What were you thinking and feeling before falling asleep? Also experience. What was your experience of the dream? Was it, was it a good experience? Was it a bad experience? Was it a frightening experience? What was the highest emotional action point in the dream? Did you cry? Were you happy? Were you laughing? Were you, did you not have any type of emotion at all? What was the last feeling you had in the dream? How do you now feel about the dream and how vivid was the dream? The next one is structure. What was the dream about? What were some of the symbols or places that you might have seen? What is the storyline? What was actually happening? Where were you? What title would you give it if you had to give it? The type of dream, is this an inside, outside, personal, or transpersonal dream? Assume the dream is a personal inside dream, unless the dream proves otherwise. Determine what is called the loose thread, and that's the highest emotion or the action point, you know, like the, the peak of your dream, the high impact point in the dream, most feeling and or action. Re-enter the dream at that place. That, that's happened to me before like where something was really like going on and then that then I might have come out of it because of uh, something happened that brought me out of the dream and then I would go back into it but I would try to start where the you know that was happening or close to it um, address the key symbol who are you why are you in my dream what do you want me to know? Follow with other clarifying questions as needed. Apply the message of the dream. Question, what is the dream asking me? Honor, how will I honor the dream? Be specific. Now, um, this, these are some tips right here for remembering dreams. And while I'm reading these, I need for you all to get a blank sheet of paper because I want you to draw something. Um, I want you to get a, a blank sheet of paper while I'm reading you this. Tips for remembering dreams. Make a decision to value dreams and commit to writing them down and keeping a dream journal. That A dream journal can be a, a little spiral notebook, a, a tablet, a composition a folder, something to keep track of your dreams. Now, I will tell you this while I'm going over this. There's certain times of the year I remember dreams more. I, I'm sure we all dream. Some people say they never dream. It's just that you don't remember. Um, there's certain times of the year where I remember, and I have more, I call them prophetic dreams or pronounced dreams. Um, they're more transpersonal Um as Olivia was mentioning a uh, while ago, it's like it's more, it's not always about me or I'm in the dream. It may be for warning. It may be for other things, instruction uh, from God. But I tend to have more dreams at a certain part 
of the year, and that's between the months of August and November. And I've heard other people say that too, that are um, prophetic people. In other words, you know, uh, we all have giftings, but some people have the gift of prophecy. You know, um, it's different gifts, but I, I have more dreams during that time. And I know some other people do as well. So tips for remembering dreams, make a decision to value dreams and commit to writing them down and keep a dream journal. Pray before going to sleep and ask dreams and the ability to remember them. You may even consider asking the Lord for a dream regarding something you are struggling with, like God show me. Have you ever prayed and said, well, Lord, I don't know what to do. Just show me or, you know, uh, show me if this is what I'm to do or give me some type of sign, Lord, let me know. And a lot of times God will send somebody else that had the dream too, or that it'll be like confirmation of something. Um before going to sleep, briefly record in your dream journal how you're feeling, what the biggest issue you faced that day, and what has been most on your mind just before getting into bed. Keep a pencil, notebook, or tape recorder next to your bed so that it will be within reach as soon as you wake up. You want to make uh, recording your dreams as easy a task as possible. Having a small lamp by your bedside is also a good idea. Should you wake up in the middle of the night and want to record your dreams immediately, write anything you remember, even if it is only one word or an emotion or a physiological uh, response, like, you know, a certain um, action. No matter how minute or seemingly unimportant it may be. Do not judge the content or worry if it doesn't make sense. The idea is to get it down on paper so you can evaluate it later. Make it a habit that this is the first thing you do. Don't get discouraged at first. You may only remember a fragment of the dream. With practice, and the more you work with your dreams, the more easier it will be to recall your dreams. As you work at it, you will start to remember larger and larger chunks of your dream. Eventually, dream recall will come automatically. Sometimes it will help or it may help to draw pictures. Now, I've, had, I've done that as well. A picture is worth a thousand words, as the saying goes. Even if you are not an artist, a simple drawing can help to jolt details of your dream. Even if you cannot remember anything, note that much in your journal. For example, I do not remember anything about my dreams last night. If I had, I would take time to record it. It reinforces your commitment and gets you in the practice of recording something in the morning. Write down how you feel upon waking, whether you remember a dream or not. Honor your dreams through interpretation 
and trying to positively respond to its message. Remember, save your dreams that you get this week and we will work on them when we come back together. So what that's part of your homework. I want you to um, save your dreams. If you have any dreams, save them. We'll, we'll work on them when we come back together. Okay. I've got... Um, I need for someone to uh, um, get these scriptures for me quickly. Want somebody get Psalms 44 and 21, and someone get Ecclesiastes 12 and 14. Psalm 44 and 21, and Ecclesiastes 12 and 14. Now, um, this is what I want you to do on the blank piece of paper. I want you to draw a square in the center. Make it kind of big. Draw a square in the center of your paper. And once you have drawn the square, a pretty good size, in the center of your paper, I want you to divide it into four parts. Like you mean go straight down the middle of the square, like in the center, and then come across diagonally, like you're making a cross or a plus sign in the center. I want you to divide the square up, and, and you should have four blocks when you finish. Do I need to repeat myself? Everybody got me? Everybody hear me? Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Outside of the square at the top, above the square, I want you to write, I can see. The word I, the letter I, and then the word can, and then the word see. That's at the top of the square, above it, not on the inside, but above it. Okay? All right. On your left side of the square. Facing you on the left side, on the outside of the square, I want you to write, you can see. The word you, and then can, and then see. Okay. On the upper left inside corner of the square, the upper left inside part of the square, in the center of that little block, on your left inside the square, I want you to write, we both can see.
Okay. And then beside it, in the right side of that part of the square, I want you to write only I can see. Okay. Now, on the bottom part of the square that's divided into two sections, on the left, bottom part of the square, you should have a, a, a blank area, the left bottom part of the square, you write only, you can see. Only you can see. And then beside it, on the right side, the blank square on the right at the bottom, you're going to write, neither of us can see. Neither of us can see. Okay, who has Psalm 44 and 21? Who has Psalm 44 and 21? Taken your holy name, wouldn't you know it? He'd be right in leaving us. If we had worshipped before other gods, no one would blame you for punishing us. Oh, okay, please. God, you know our every heart secret. You know we still want you. Amen. All right. Who has Ecclesiastes 12 and 14? Ecclesiastes 12 and 14. Okay, if you can read it. Okay, I shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it is good or evil. Can you read that one more time, please? Yes, for God shall bring every word into judgment with every secret thing, whether now, Olivia, will you read yours one more time? Olivia? Olivia? Oh, okay. Can you read yours one more time, please? Yes. 
Uh-huh. If we have wouldn't you know it? You'd be right in leaving us. And if we had worshipped before other gods, no one would blame you for punishing us. God, you know our every heart secret. You know we still want you. Now read yours one more time, Peggy. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it is good or evil. Okay. So do you all understand those two scriptures? Olivia, what is your yes. what do you think your scripture is saying? If you can help us out, please. Well, the things that we do, you know, looking uh the Lord still knows that we want him. We, uh, you know, can think on things that are not like God. And God, you know, we deserve to be punished for it. But see, the Lord knows our heart. He knows the secret things that are in our hearts. He knows that we still want him. He knows that we still love him. But we still, regardless, think on things that are not like him, things that pass through our minds. Mm -hmm. Very good. And Peggy, what can you help? Can you help just break down your scripture, and what do you think it means? Well, as I, as um, Pastor was thinking about with him judging the good and those things, good and evil, um, what was the motive of you doing those good things? Mm -hmm. What was hiding behind your mind? Because even though in front of man it may look good mm -hmm. but God knows why we're doing it mm -hmm. so he's looking at the motive of why we're doing what we're doing good and evil and he's going to bring both into judgment so why why um, do you think that when we're talking about the dreams and how they come sometimes in warnings sometimes in revelations sometimes in symbols um, sometimes by way of, uh, you know, different emotions. Why do you think the Lord allows, um, um, why do you think he, a lot of times the spirit of the Lord will come to us in our dreams? Why? Or why do you think we get warnings in our dreams? I think in those times we're most relaxed, we're not busy, things aren't coming at us all at once, we're hopefully relaxed. And he can talk to us in that place and he can reveal those secret things in us. Because sometimes, I mean, we get busy to hide stuff. Mm -hmm. We want we want to block those things by watching TV and music, being around people. But when it's still and silent, we can't even escape that. God is going to come to us and reveal those things that we're hiding from. That's what we see this morning during service. You know, he wants mm -hmm. us to speak on those things that we're hiding in the back, those corners inside of us that nobody knows but him. But mm -hmm. he wants to bring those things forward so that we can confess those Because if we, if we confess our fault, sometimes we can't hear you know, we'll be wide awake and we still deaf. We can't hear spiritually. Mm -hmm. 
You know, sometimes we can't hear physically either, but we really can't hear spiritually. So he has to wait till we get in a place where we are somber, we are asleep. To where he can reveal things to us because sometimes we're too busy or we're too preoccupied or we just don't have the spiritual ear to hear because we're too, you know, preoccupied doing other things or worried about other things or for him to speak to us in the waking moments when we're fully awake. And some of us won't be quiet long enough. We won't be still. So we like uh, like you all said, he has to wait until we're asleep, until we're still, to where he can he can allow you know these dreams to show us things. Mm. In that, don't we serve an awesome God? He loves us so much. Okay, we're almost um, finished. I've got. If you can turn your paper over, I've got one more diagram I want you to do. Okay? And these are going to help you. Okay? Okay. At, at the top, in a rectangle, you know, a rectangle is like a square, but it's a little longer and, and slimmer. I would like for you to write the word dreams, dreams. In that, I want you to write the word dreams. Okay, in the center of the rectangle, um, at, at the bottom of it, in the center, I'd like for you to draw one little line about maybe a half an inch long. Like straight down, just a half an inch long. And from the, the tip, from the bottom of that little line, I need you to draw a line to the left. A line out to the left. And then I need you to draw a line out right. Okay. On the left side where you drew that at the end of the line that you drew to the left, I want you to draw another little one inch line or half inch line down. 
like you're doing Hangman. I don't know how you, you know. I don't know if y'all remember that. He used to play it in school. And then on the right side, I need you to do the same thing you did on the left. Draw a little half inch, draw a line out. You drew a line out, but then draw a line down about a half inch. And then I need you to make two boxes. I'm teaching. I need you to make two boxes like you made up at the top with dreams in it. I, under those little lines, I need you to draw another little tri uh, rectangle box on each side where your little half inch lines are. Perfect. Because we're not perfect. Okay. In that box on the left, on your left, I need for you to write personal dreams. On the left in that little box, I need for you to write personal dreams. Okay, everybody have that written down? Mm -hmm. Okay, now on the right, I want you to do another little box just like you did on the left. And, on, and inside that box, I want you to write transpersonal. T-R-A-N-S, personal dreams. Remember, we were talking about personal dreams and transpersonal dreams. Who can tell me what personal dreams relate to? Personal dreams relate to what? They're specifically about who? It's about you. Okay, so transpersonal is what? The very opposite. The very opposite. So it's not about you, right? So personal That's dreams, right. and, and I'm gonna do I'm gonna ask you a question. Personal dreams. Um, are you dream about how what percent of the time did I say? You remember? Personal dreams? The dreams you dream about you or individually or pertaining to you is like 95% of the time. Mm. 
Yeah. Good news. And then the transpersonal, which is not always about when it's not about you, is five. Y'all remember that? Yeah, five percent. You remember me telling y'all that? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Now, on the left, under the personal dreams, I need for you to draw two little half-inch lines, one on one corner of the of that personal dream. Uh, rectangle and one on the left corner. You follow me? Under yeah. your personal dreams box on the on the left corner there, I need you to draw a little line going down about a half inch or so. Your little paper, your paper. Just draw a little line under there, under the corner there. And one on the corner of that same little box. Guys, y'all been good, good students. Excellent. Okay. All right. I need at the end of each one of those lines, I need for you to draw a square, like a square, and you're gonna have to write in it. So make it, you know, big enough to write inside of. Put a square on the left corner at the bottom of that line and then a square on the right at the bottom of that line. Because you're gonna have to write something in it. Okay. In the left square, I need for you. Has, does everybody have their squares done? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Everybody got their squares done. Okay. I need for you to write on the in the left square, inside personal dreams. Inside personal dreams, and then in the right square, I need for you to write outside personal dreams. Outside personal dreams. Uh huh. 
Okay. Now on the right side, up under transpersonal dreams, I need for you to draw the same thing, but don't write in the squares yet because you're going to have to write something in there. Do it the same way I told you to do on the left side. Draw the little two lines down on each corner of the rectangle and then draw two squares. One, one right down your left and one on your right. This is going to help you with your dreams. Okay. Inside that left square, under transpersonal dreams, inside the left square, under transpersonal, I want you to write life, L-I-F-E, transpersonal, trans, T-R-A-N-S, personal. P-E-R-S-O-N-A-L, dreams. Life transpersonal dreams. Okay, now ne the block next to it on your right, that's empty, the only one left, I need for you to write like the world, world transpersonal dreams. <laughs> Everybody have that written down. Yeah. Okay. Under inside personal dreams, up under that square. Under inside personal dreams, your far left. The very far left square, the very one on the bottom on your far left. On inside personal dreams, I need for you to write under there represents me. Or you can put me like you represents me. You can put represents me or me, either one. And right next to it, up under that one, outside personal dreams. 
say someone else or represent someone else. Okay, and then the next one, life transpersonal dreams. The one that says life transpersonal dreams, up under there, up under that box, you write God telling me about me. Under life transpersonal dreams, up under that box, right? God telling me about me. And the one beside it, world transpersonal dreams. Under there, you write God telling me about the world and others. I know we've gone over just a little, but this is uh, the good news is we're uh, we got through it, and I've I've got to just give you this last. Then uh, uh, this is about journaling, and you don't really have to write anything down unless you want to. There's just um, three little points here about journaling. Well, and um. Habakkuk 2, 1 and 2, the Lord answers Habakkuk again while standing guard on the watchtower. I waited for the Lord's answer before explaining the reason for my complaint. Then the Lord told me, I will give you my message in the form of a vision. Write it clearly enough to be read at a glance. That's Habakkuk 2, one and two, and this is like the amplified, you know, it's the new uh, NIV version. And then the next scripture is Habakkuk. Um, this is the NIV. I read the other one, um, but this is the NIV. I will, and it's the uh, same scripture, Habakkuk 2, one and two. I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me. And what I will answer when I am corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. Okay, these are, um, next is the keys to hearing God's voice through journaling. 
Number one, it says become still. And the scripture with that is Psalm 46 and 10. In other words, become still. That's the first thing. For Psalm 46 and 10 says, be still and know that I am God. So first of all, we got to be still. And these are keys to hearing God's voice through journaling and writing down your dreams or thoughts of what he's saying to you. You got to be still. Number two, learn to use vision. The Psalms are full of pictures and vision. You know, the Psalms are very descriptive. When you read the book of Psalms, uh, the books in the Psalms, they're very descriptive. That's a good place to, to read, to help you to be able to um, picture and vision things because they're very descriptive. Learn to use vision. So it suggests the Psalms because they're full of pictures and vision, like you can actually see what they're talking about in the Psalms. Number three, ask him a question and then tune to the spontaneous flow of thoughts. Who's him? Ask him a question and then tune to the spontaneous flow of thoughts. Who's him? So you ask him and then you wait to hear. It says, uh, ask him a question and then tune to the spontaneous flow of thoughts. And then four would be record the vision or write it down in your little journals. So when we come together again, I want you to record any of your dreams or uh, visions, your dreams. And this is the guideline to use, be still, learn to use vision, ask him a question, and then tune to the spontaneous flow of thoughts and record the vision. Now your little charts here that you drew, the one that says I can see, we both can see, only you can see, only I can see, neither of us can see. That's going to help you to figure out your dreams. And then on the back of it, it's going to show you what kind of dreams you're having. Because it's got uh, your dreams, personal, inside personal, outside personal. And it tells you what the inside personal represents you. The outside personal represents someone else. And then, but it's someone usually pertaining to you. And then on the right side, transpersonal, um, it says life transpersonal, God telling you about you. And then the world transpersonal, God telling you about the world or others or other things pertaining to the world. So I, it's going to be interesting to see 
what everybody has and don't nobody come back and say well I didn't have not one dream bishop don't come back tell me that don't come back tell me I didn't have one dream I didn't have one vision bishop I didn't dream the whole two weeks because this First Sunday, this is the second Sunday, so the fourth Sunday. We'll be back. And I'm sure you've had it. You you would have had something because you're gonna be here. <laughs> you're gonna be you have, most of you all have been uh, will have been down here. So I'm anticipating to hear about your dreams. Does anyone have any remarks before we close out? And I, I do apologize for keeping you all over a little bit, but it's been a while since I've been on here, and we really needed to get through um, the dreams. And, it, you know, you probably say, wow, Bishop went through this, and I, I don't clearly understand it, but you need to go back over and just be prayerful and ask God to show you. Ask the Lord to show you. Does anyone have anything they would like to say or add? And for you all that have Anchor, you can go back and listen to the teaching that we just did because it's been recorded. I think it may have stopped, so I don't know where it stopped at. Uh, it may have stopped, but it got an hour and 14 minutes and 11 seconds, which is good. No questions, no comments. Uh, yes, this is Bishop. I can ask a question. Uh, can you give us an example of what the outside personal would be? Outside personal. I know you talked about the outside. Yes, I know you talked about the outside the box, but the outer. The side of uh, are you talking about trans or what? Which are you talking oh, okay. about okay. on your diagram? Are you talking mm -hmm. about personal, outside personal, yes. or world transpersonal? Outside personal. Outside personal represents someone else. Now, okay. I think you're talking more about the transpersonal dreams. Transpersonal okay. are the life transpersonal dreams is God telling you about you, but the, I think you're talking about the world transpersonal dreams where God is telling you okay. about the world and the others. Is that, that it? Uh, I was looking at our personal, our personal experiences, actually. You know, you have the outside personal dreams. That's about others. 
our friends that is close to us. Yes. Because it's personal. Mm-hmm. Okay, friends. All right. Okay, I got it. Is that the one you're talking about? Or are you talking about the world? Yes, uh-huh. the, that's the one I'm talking about. Where he shows you things about others? Yeah, that's in our personal dreams. That's, yes, that's you know, someone that else. Basically. That's individuals. Uh, personal dreams have to do with your personal, usually your close circle. Um, okay. Which is usually he's trying to show you something that deals with you or you know your family or someone a person of interest like close family ties things like that the transpersonal dreams are like life uh dreams god telling you where god is telling see the the the, um personal dreams are more like symbolic i i would say and then on the transpersonal is god telling you God telling you, he's speaking to you about world events, others, warnings of world events, uh, about you, where he's telling you, showing you you. So a part of that is the soulish realm. The personal dream, I would think it was more the soulish realm. But then the transpersonal is more the spiritual realm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, are all hearts and minds clear? If not, we can talk about it. I'll see you guys, most of you, this week. Okay. Okay, so we can talk about it a little further. I think we got Saturday open, so we'll be um, except for the interview, Pastor O. Okay. We have Saturday pretty much open, so we can, you know, uh, do other things, minister to one another, whatever. Uh, okay, so uh, bring your little chart with you if you need to, and we'll talk about it more. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to ask, I think, Minister Johnny Coleman. Are you still on here? Yes. Could you close us out in prayer, please? Thank you so much for joining us again for hearing the voice of God. And I look forward to you all coming on again on the fourth Sunday at three o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Peace and blessings. I love you. Love you too. Bye bye. Love you. I love you too.